the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. Yes, yes, yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, family. We made it. God has blessed us and brought us into a a beautiful new beginning. I'm so excited to be before you all just collectively communing around the things of God, because even as we go into this new year of, you know, unsurety and uncertainty and, you know, also excitement and things like that, we we have to continue on in the things of God. We have to continue to cleave to these things of God. My mother sends all of you guys her love, her prayers. She's excited to be going forth and moving forth with you all in Disciple Pathway Ministries uh, into this new year. My brother sends you his love also, and our family is definitely praying for you all. I hope that you had a Merry Christmas and, and again, a Happy New Year. I want to open with prayer, especially in regards to this new year. And so we can just start this thing off right. So, Father God, as we come before you, we ask that you would open our hearts in this new year. We would we ask that you open our ears to hear you in this new year. We ask that our eyes be set upon you in this new year, Father. Remove any anxiety, any worry, any doubt, oh, Father God. We thank you for all that you're doing, all that is already done according to your works, and all that you will do out ahead of us as we walk into it, Father. May the family be strong. May we continue to endure. And may one more come to know you, Lord Jesus. Father, how we love you and we thank you in Jesus name. Amen and amen. So I want to talk to you guys about today. Newness. All right. It makes perfect sense that uh, we would we would speak about the new things. We have a natural human response to, to newness. Whether we're talking about persons or places or things. That, re- that response can be of excitement. Maybe uh, because it's new, we give it some special attention. We can feel revived, refreshed, renewed. Or it can bring reservation or hesitation or, you know, fears about what's up ahead and all of the future's uncertainties. Or maybe there's just a mixture of all of these emotions. However, Whichever way you slice it, there's a response to newness. But as we all know, new gets old real fast. New gets old real fast. 
due to our appetites. The Bible says that our appetites are ongoing and never satisfied. Why is this? Because God created us to live in the new. So to di- to the, the title of today's message is Living in the New. Living in the new is quite the challenge. It really is. Hence why man made and coined the term New Year's resolution. In other words, I need another answer or a resolution for the same problems. Because I'm carrying over into this new place, this new thing, the same old stuff. So I need another answer to address it. Because it is, it's going nowhere. I've carried it thus far. But I need to, I, I, I have a natural uh, sense or inclination to want to unload this old stuff. Because of the new things that are being made known to me. The new things that are being made known to me. My mother wanted you all to get this. Not a New Year's resolution, but a New Year's revelation. The new things that are being made known or revealed to you. I want to take you all here into Mark chapter 2, verses 18 through 22. Lord, bless us in the reading of your word. The disciples of John and of the Pharisees were fasting. Then they came and said to him, Why do the disciples of John and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? This is the Pharisees questioning Jesus about the conduct of him and his disciples. And Jesus said to them, Can the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them. And then they will fast in those days. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment or else the new piece pulls away from the old and the tear is made worse. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins or else the new wine bursts the wineskins. The wine is spilled and the wineskins are ruined. But the new wine must be put in to the new wineskin. And so again, we have this scene set up where the Pharisees are coming at Jesus about their conduct and the way that they are handling themselves. Why, why are you guys, why do you guys not fast? Well, Jesus automatically compared their communion to a wedding ceremony. No one fast. First of all, no one fasts at a wedding. Matter of fact, when I go to a wedding, I look, I, I, I don't know about you, but me personally, I look forward to the free food. So Jesus puts himself and his disciples in a ceremonial wedding. He says, the friends of the bridegroom cannot fast while the bridegroom is with them. Jesus says this because he is inserting himself as a husband or a house bond, one who bonds the house, one who pulls the house together. So what he is saying is, is how can my disciples 
fast. How can they be empty when I have filled their house? When I have pulled and bonded their house together as a house bond? How can my disciples be empty when I am the bread of life who fills them? How can my disciples be empty when I am the water of thirst, the living water who quenches them? They can't, there's no way that they can go hungry. When my father says that I will fill them and they will lack for nothing. But I want to focus in on verse 22. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Or else the new wine bursts the wineskins, the wine is spilled, and the wineskins are ruined. But the new wine must be put into new wineskins. Let's talk about wine. Wine represented both blessings and judgment in the word. Here's an example of, of the use of wine. When Jesus was enduring the crucifixion, he was offered wine twice. The first time he was offered wine, it was while he was carrying the cross and he rejected this wine. The reason he rejected this wine, because this wine in particular was a sedative. This wine, if he drunk of it, would have numbed the pain, would have numbed the bruises, would have taken all that there was to bear away from him. And he rejects this because he knew his purpose was to bear all sin was to feel the infliction and the pain of all of man's wrongdoing and the world's wrongdoing. And then the second time he was offered wine, this wine was different. This wine was more of a stimulant. This is when he was, he was offered this wine while hanging upon the cross. And this wine he drunk of because this wine was to keep him up and awake and alert Again, a stimulant to keep him up, awake, and alert so he can make sure that he did all and bore all and was present for all things that he had to carry. And that the work would indeed be finished. To tell the star when he hung his head, he said it was finished. However, these things we have to understand. We want the new wine. Of course, that is the blessings of God. However, we cannot receive of it if not made new. He said, Jesus said, the new wine must be put into new wine skins. Wine is simply a grape that has been fermented. The fermentation process is where winemakers add yeast to the grape juice, then the yeast converts to converts the natural sugars to ethanol or carbon dioxide, which evaporate because they're no longer needed. So the grape has undergone a process, a trial or a judgment, if you will. See, we all want the product without the process. We want the blessings of God. We want we want the good wine. When Jesus did his first miracle <laughs> having to do with wine. They brought him the barrels of water and said, Lord, we are running out of wine. Well, he said, this ain't my problem. But his mother uh, said, hey, you guys need to do whatever he says. And Jesus went ahead and turned the water into wine. And the king 
was astounded and said, "Who? I thought the, 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 the goodness, the good wine was supposed to be served at the first of the party. And then the, 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 less, the less valuable things come in. The less valuable wine comes in. Hence, hence why they only had water left. But the wine that Jesus made was even better than that which was the first initially served. We can compare that maybe to that first law that came in that was served. And he came in with a new law, having fulfilled the old law, which is better, which is a more blessing because the first law was unto cursing, but the second law is unto blessing. Are you following me, family? And so Jesus brings in this this new wine, these new blessings. But again, there's a process in order to receive other product wine is a grape that got squeezed in order to get out of you what's in you you must enter that place where god will meet you and he, he has to squeeze you our lord had to do this and enter into this place this place was called the garden of gethsemane Gethsemane means oil or press or place of the squeeze. Even Jesus questioned God, is there another way? Is there another outcome? Please let this cup pass before me. So much so he he began the, the Bible says that his his sweat became drops of blood. This is a condition where so much pressure is put upon you. That you can literally literally excrete blood out of your ducts. God confirmed this to be the only way to Jesus. He said, nevertheless, oh God, your will be done. We all have heavenly substance and treasures and gifts that need to come forth. Why do we have these substance, these treasures, and these gifts? Because the Lord, our God, Jesus himself, had the same treasures and the same gifts and the same substance within himself. And what was this substance, these treasures, and these gifts used for? To, to bring forth the gift of salvation. And so is your treasures, and so is your gifts, and so is the substance that is in you. It is utilized for salvation's purpose so that all may come in. He said, I'm not willing that any shall perish, but all may come in, God says. And then Jesus said, nevertheless, Lord, let your will be done. So what are we, need, what are we needing to say, fam? Nevertheless, your will be done. If you're not willing that any shall perish, use me, O Lord, to carry forth this word, this gospel to the four corners, that none shall perish. That each one, reach one, to teach one, that we all become one. Paul put it like this, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed <laughs> on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. 
always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. Your vessel, that substance, those things that are inside of you are for salvation's purpose, not your own. That the life of Jesus may be manifested in our bodies. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse seven through 10 reads. Wine is also known as a delicacy is to be sipped and savored. If you desire to be a, a new vessel. A vessel made new use of God. What will others experience of you when they come into your presence? Are they coming into the presence of God when they sip of you, when the, the, the word of God or the or water comes forth from you? James says that water, salt water and fresh water cannot flow forth from the same spring. What will they be tasting of you? Psalms 34 verse 8 says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Are you trusting in him today, family? Can he pour into you that others may experience him in you? Are you a vessel available to be used of God? Let's talk about how to have a new wine skin, how to how to become this vessel used of God. Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. I'll read, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. We have three words in there, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Being sacred plus being holy equals being accepted of God. Sacred literally means to be, again, uh, only used by one. Sacred is not many things or many people have access to you. Holy is to be set aside for that one. Again, not many things or many people have access to you. Equal accepting to God because God can't drink out of, eat out of, and take of any old thing out here. Check this out, family. Wine skins were made of just sheep's and goat skin. And there's only one skin acceptable to God by which he may drink. John exclaimed, behold, <laughs> behold, hold the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Again, if we go back to that garden of Gethsemane, Jesus said, let this cup pass from before me. God said, no, you got to drink of it. I, you, my son, I must drink of it. And only by Christ Jesus, our Lord, can our father drink. So if you be in him, he may drink of you. And then it says, and do not be Conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. The word conformed in that Semitic language means schematics, schemes, 
one who tries to get over, one who tries to cheat, one who tries to lie to get what he wants. Who does this sound like? Satan himself. He uses conformity to move. But the word transform is where we get the word metamorphosis, going into a place and not coming out the same, i.e. a butterfly. He says, renew the mind, make new the mind. The mind is a heavenly place of the body, which is where our thoughts come from. After our thoughts think it, our heart then responds by emotions and feelings. So whatever happens in the heavenly place there happens on the ground or in the field. Motion starts to get set in place. And so just like we physically have need to come into a new day, our minds have need to be renewed and come into a new day. The wineskins are very necessary. They're very important. Why a new wineskin? Well, Jesus said they, they have to be placed in new wineskins because of the fermentation process. The reason we need that new wineskin because God is telling us the blessings that I have, the things that I have, the substance that I have can kill you. Due to the fer- again, due to the fermented process, the wine has a new level of potency. So it has to be in a container that can hold its power. <laughs> follow me, family. Follow me. Come in close. God has some stuff for you, but he said, I cannot give it to you. I cannot give it to him. I cannot give it to her because it'll kill them. He is not wanting to keep it from you. He, he says, I will that you prosper to give you a future and a hope. I have no, I, I can't help, but I can't help myself, but to bless you because it's my word. A wise man once said, don't let your talent take you somewhere where your character won't keep you. Again, we go back to the top of this. Satan knows the appetite of man. The first temptation of the garden was to eat and you shall not surely die. The first temptation that he tempted Jesus with was to turn these stones into bread. This is Satan at the first of his way is to tempt the the, the appetite of man. The classical word of Solomon says there's nothing new under the sun. So all that is under the sun is what Satan has access to because remember he was kicked out of heaven there's nothing new under the sun so he can only work in the old satan only knows how to live and operate in the old i'll resubmit something to you let me resubmit something to you you have a faithful god that is trying to move you up into the blessings and promises of your tomorrow the new stuff and you have satan who is trying to pull you back into your woes of yesterday the old stuff and they both war for your affection today Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 16, I close. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone's in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. You, family, if you receive of Jesus Christ, if you receive of this salvation and make yourself available, holy, sacred and acceptable unto God, he can use you as the new creation that you are called to be, to live in the newness of who you are. And family, I want to extend the invitation to those who have not. If you want to step into Living in the newness as you are designed for new 
things. Please repeat this prayer after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcomed in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I received you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Family, if you just uttered those words, welcome into the newness. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to the family. We love you. And until next time, one voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.